from last night, I was when Pastor told me said um, it's going to be worship mainly. It's interspersed with some preaching. I said, "Yeah, I'm at home. Worship is my thing, you know." So I was just thinking, what would I talk about then? I knew clearly that I must talk about the name of the Lord. And um, I just sat there when I came in and everybody who came to sing, the songs that were sung, the highlights seemed to be on the name. And, and it started with the, uh, what's the name again? Ben, Benjamin. It started with, uh, you know, let all the other names fade away. Here's my problem, guys. Here's my problem. Sometimes you can enter a church and some names are more powerful and pronounced and more repeated than the name of Christ, the name of God. So when, when you started that song, you just messed me up. Let all the other names fade away. So I'm taking you to um, Matthew chapter 6 verse 9. The disciples asked Jesus, teach us how to pray. And Jesus Christ said, after this manner, pray verse um, 9 of Matthew chapter. Um, let, let's do the King James for this one. After this man, I pray, our Father. And I just, I just want you to notice, notice what Jesus is teaching. They are asking to be taught how to pray. And Jesus says, this is how you pray. Can I get a witness up in here? Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Teach us how to pray. So, all right. This is how you pray. Tap your neighbor. Say, neighbor. This is how you pray. Turn to somebody else. Better neighbor. Say, neighbor number two. Jesus said, this is how you pray. Ignore that neighbor. Just one more neighbor who is more enthusiastic. Get a neighbor who gives you more energy. Say, neighbor number three. Say, neighbor number three. The master said, This is how you pray. Reverend Chris, when you open your mouth to pray, address the Father. This is Jesus giving a teaching service to his disciples who became the apostles, who um, were left with the legacy of Jesus' gospel. Twelve people minus one, and later replaced were able to carry that legacy for what we have today. And Jesus is teaching them how to pray. He says, when you open your mouth to pray, address the Father. Our Father. So let all the other names fade away because sometimes when you enter a typical charismatic church, you know, many people go by Father. And sometimes you're not sure which father we are addressing. Jesus Christ is bringing us a focus on who the real father is. Our father. 
Can you tell somebody, our father? This is how you pray. Address the father. This is how you pray. Why would the disciples ask Jesus, teach us how to pray? I'm sure they noticed that his prayers work. And so I pray in Jesus' name that from today your prayers will work. Okay, I'm speaking to the right. Who, who, the right, who am I talking to in this place? Who am I? I said in the name of Jesus, I pray that after today, your prayers will work. Any time you open your mouth to declare a prayer, may God answer the prayer. Now somebody open your mouth and say, Our Father! Address the Father. Our Father which art in heaven, and here is my focus, hallowed be thy name. I need you to notice that the emphasis is on the name. The name, that's where the emphasis is. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Our Father which art in heaven, may your name be hallowed. May your name be treated with respect. May your name not be taken in vain. May your name be mentioned with reverence and with awe. May your name be the focus of the prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. For the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The, the tower is the name. For the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and let all that is within me bless his. Come on, talk to me. Bless his. The focus is the name. That's how you get prayers answered. With the focus on the name. So Jesus is teaching them how to pray and he's telling them that the way you get results is you must focus on the name. It's interesting because I'm looking at various scriptures in the Bible. John chapter uh, 4 verse 22 to 24. Uh, you can give me the New King James for this one. Or the King James. John chapter 4 verse 22 to 24. Let's, let's rock it real quick. Ye worship what you... I said, give me New King James for this one. New King James. Come, can we read together? Is, is that okay? Come, let's read together. Everybody go. You. Okay, at this point, you have to be talking to somebody. Ready, go. You. Worship. What you do not know. So, pause. It's possible to sing, dance, rap, jump. Give glory. Run around. Roll. Go around. Usain both five times. And you're still not worshipping. Because you don't know the name. The focus is not the name. The focus is in your dance. Okay, you're angry with me, but I'm going to still preach it. The focus is the name. Don't miss it. The focus is the name. 
He said, you worship what you don't know. So it's possible that in our worship, we are enthralled by the musicology of a song, but not the focus of the name of the song. You, you don't have to worry. And don't you be afraid. Joy comes in the morning. Troubles, they don't last always. Remember there's a friend in Jesus who will wipe your tears away. And if your heart is broken, just lift your hands and say, Oh, I know, I know that I can make it. It's, it's not a singing moment, it's a teaching moment. Oh, that I can see you so missed it. You got it. Kirk Franklin is charismatic, his musicology gift is awesome. In the euphoria of the celebration and enjoyment of the powerful lyrics and the music, you can miss the focus, which is the name, not how powerful the song is, but the name. You worship what you don't know. We know what we worship. So to worship well, you must know him. Okay, let me leave here. <laughs> Tough crowd. <laughs> to worship. <laughs> so, Dr. Chris, um, you know, the story is told that many years ago, I heard this story that there was this uh, uh, performance and you know, they had spoken word and people came up and just, you know, did their thing and everything. And, you know, and then this guy comes up, say, shall we receive uh, and everybody, you know, clap offering. He comes up, he comes to stand there, you know. Then he, he eulogizes the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. I, I shall not want. And this, this is my own. I didn't say that's how I do it. You got to put some drama in there. Come on, people. Come on, talk to me. Say, I hear you, Pastor. So he put some drama in there. And then, you know, yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for that. When he's done, standing ovation. Put this. He begged me. He begged. Oh, he bad. Ooh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, he fine. <laughs> Next turn was an old lady. And this old lady walks up free with, with a stick. And, you know, I see she's climbing up. They help her up the stage. And then she comes up. And then she goes, I will also do the 23rd sound and she stands and she goes 
The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. There was no drama. There was no theatrics. There was no melodrama. He, as she went, the room became solemn. You could hear a pin drop in the room. Then tears started rolling down the eyes of the people. And when she was done, people on the floor worshipping. Some had their hands up. Some had demons manifesting out of them. And one guy, when they had closed the meeting, was going and was talking to a friend. And there was a janitor by the side uh, cleaning the corner. And the guy was talking to his friend. He said, I, I, I don't understand what happened. The first guy got a standing ovation. But I don't understand what happened. Then the janitor turned and said, I know. The first guy knew the sound. The second one knew the Lord of the sound. Guys, I'm telling you, to worship is to know. You worship what you don't know. Daniel 11, 32. The people who know their God, they shall be strong. Strength comes from knowing God. You're weak because you don't know him. You're, you're breaking down because you don't know him. You come under so much and it, it gets you because you don't know him. Because the people who know their God, they shall be strong. The evidence of knowing God is divine stamina. Paul says, we are troubled on every side, but we are not dismayed. The evidence of knowing God is divine stamina. It doesn't matter what comes. You stand. Today I came to tell somebody, it's not in the lyrics, it's not in the song, it's not in the bowing down and kneeling down. It's in the knowledge, the connection with the name of the Lord. For the name, the name is a strong tower. Those that run into the name, they are saved. Am I talking to anyone? Or I'm talking to myself. Tap your neighbor, say neighbor. Know the name. Oh, come on, turn to somebody else. Say neighbor number two. Know the name. Let me work it. Let me work it. In Matthew chapter uh, uh, 9 verse 13. Matthew chapter 9 verse 13. The Bible declares. But cha Matthew chapter 16, sorry. Verse 13. Jesus Christ came to the region of Caesarea Philippi. And the Bible says... He turned to his disciples and he asked them, Who do men say that I am? The Bible says they started taking jobs at it, you know. So could see this powerful, uh, very, very on fire disciples, you know, uh, 
come up with powerful theological descriptive terminologies you know of uh, of who Jesus is and they opened their mouth they said some say you're John the Baptist and they feel good saying it because they think they've hit some rima, some revelation you know you're, you're John the Baptist you know so it's like how did this guy know you know right and then Jesus turns and then another guy tries that it comes back and says some say you are Elijah Elijah the God of Elijah answered by fire you are Elijah Jesus Christ turns from there and another person came and they said some say you're a prophet you're one of the prophets you know and they kept you know jabbing 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 and then Jesus turned and said, I'm not interested in what Pastor Chris told you in church. I see I'll be in trouble today, so it's okay. That's why I have. You can come. I'll sit on you. Your life will never be the same again. Literally. <laughs> can I get an amen? amen. She's laughing. <laughs> I'm not interested in what someone said. Many of us, what we know of God is what someone said. We have no personal encounter of who Christ is. That is the reason for all the pain, the strength. The people that know their God, they will be strong. They will do exploits. Lack of strength and exploits is evidence of a lack of knowledge of Christ. That's the word of God. He said, I'm not interested. See, he came up, came to sing and sang. You are the God of heaven. People stood, lifted up their hands and everything. So I'm not interested in what Nathaniel Bassi said. Because Nathaniel Bassi gave us what his revelation of Christ is. But see, the way God deals with us is you cannot go to God with somebody's revelation. That's why he said you can't put new wine into old wineskins. You have to have a personal encounter and revelation of Christ in order to tap into Christ properly. Am I talking to somebody? Most of us, what we know is what Joyce Meyer said. Some people, what they know is what T.D. Jake said. What you know is what um, some fat pastor came from London to come and say. Everybody has something somebody said. But what do you, 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 Say that I am. And they were quiet. Nobody knew him. My goodness. They've been walking with him for three years. And they still didn't know him. He's been walking on water in front of them. Peter stood in that boat and said, if it is you, command me to come. And he stepped out. And for a few minutes, Peter also was suspended. The laws of flotation and gravity were suspended for Peter. And he walked a little bit. But he still didn't know him takes my mind back to the Israelites when the Red Sea opened for the Israelites, when, when they could raise their head and chicken wings were falling from the sky they hit a rock and they got what drink came out of the rock? Appetizer was coming out of the rock the moment they came under affliction under trouble under pressure 
their lack of knowledge of God was revealed. Can I tell you something? Miracles don't make you know God. So, Arabro, the great star. I don't know who I'm talking to in this place. I don't know who God sent me for. But can I tell you something? It, listen, prophecy won't make you know God. The display of the prophetic won't make you know God. Display of the anointing will make you know. There is no generation like the Israelites who saw the power of God at display. They saw rivers turn to blood. What are you saying? They saw the firstborn of a whole nation die. They saw power. But when they encountered trouble, they demonstrated their lack of knowledge and trust for God. It was so terrible that once God had to open the ground, swallow 5,000 of them. It was so terrible that those who came from Egypt and came into the wilderness, only Joshua and Caleb and their families went into the promised land. Everybody else who went were people who were born in the desert. God was so offended that they didn't know him. It's possible to sit in CICC and still not know Christ. It's possible to be a pastor with a title. The disciples didn't know him. It's possible to be a deacon and you still don't know Christ. It's possible to lay hands on the sick and heal them and you still don't know Christ. The Bible says, and the 70 returned with joy and they said, even the devils were subject to our name and fast forward to this scripture in Matthew chapter 16 verse 15 they didn't know him. Your display of the power of God is only evidence of his mercy. It's not evidence of a relationship with Christ. It's getting hot in here. Can I talk this thing? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. You want some tea? Yeah. Cup of water? Y'all all right? Yeah. All right? Can I press on? Yeah. They didn't know him. And Jesus comes back to teach how to pray. And he says, <laughs> after this manner, pray. So I conclude the reason for a spate of unreplied prayers and answered prayers is because we don't really know him. So I've been on a quest. Mama Gloria. I said like the Greeks who came and said, say we may see Jesus. I didn't come for the Archbishop. Mr. Archbishop, I know you are all that and a bag of chips with salad and dips on the side. You have ketchup on top, but I ain't come for you. Can I get a witness up in here? If, if you came for Pastor Chris, came for me, please, you've missed it. Because we too, we are looking for him. Yeah. Am I talking, Pastor Chris? Am I talking? Can, can I keep talking? I'm talking. We don't know him. Yeah. If you're looking for the bishop, I'm sorry, sir. We want to see Jesus. I am asking, where is the Jesus of the Bible? Because the Jesus of the Bible and the Jesus that we're talking about seems like two different people. Okay, let me leave these people. Let me come here. The Holy Ghost that fell in Acts chapter 2 verse 1. 
seems different from the Holy Ghost that is on us. Because the one that fell in Acts chapter 2 verse 1. Strangers. It was infectious. <laughs> it was affecting them. Strangers. Contagious. It was like a pandemic. It was a virus that was eating into the fabric of the society. It was so powerful that the Pharisees were afraid. The high priest, there were meetings going on because the Holy Ghost had fallen on someone. Now, how is your Holy Ghost? Can I talk to somebody? There's something wrong. The Bible says the priests, when they worship God, the glory of the Lord fell in that place. A visible cloud. I'm asking, where is the God of the Bible? Because we have smoke machines to manufacture the glory. So we don't need no glory from above. We can dim the lights. We're expert in reproducing something that looks like the glory. Paul said, a form of godliness. It's a form. It looks like. looks like. But there's no power. I came here to challenge somebody today. I don't know who I'm talking to in this place. There is an anointing that is authentic. There is a glory that is authentic. There is a power that is authentic. There is worship that is authentic. There is worship that pulls down the presence. There is worship that brings power and grace and anointing and true transformation. When it comes, you know that he is come. Don't need to tell people he is here. Don't need to say it. They will know. Don't need to tell people the presence of God is here. No need to say it. They will know. Am I talking or I'm talking? It is because we've taken the focus from his name. Every time the names of God were revealed, they were revealed in divine encounters. In this encounter, Peter comes up and the scripture said, he said, thou art Christ, the son of the living God. I could just hear in the Yeshua Hamashiach Maybe Peter is saying, I don't know. Lion of Judah. And Jesus stands up. Ooh. I'm seeing all the disciples standing there wondering, how did Peter get this? I'm like, Yeshua Hamashiach It's not the musicology. It's not how the lyrics rhyme. It is the knowing of the person called Yeshua HaMashiach. Yeshua. An excitement because the name has been invoked. He said, when you pray, hallow the name, hallow the name. When you pray, hallow the name, hallow the name, hallow the name. I'm, I'm talking to people. You're looking at me. I'm wondering if you're getting it or you're just listening. Hamashi. He said, "Hello, the name. Hello, the la. Hello, the name. Just the name. Let the focus be the name. Let the focus be the name. Let the focus of the worship be the name. Yes, you are. 
unto you but my father in heaven my conclusion to know Christ he must be revealed revealed is not book knowledge it's not theology it's not a YouTube channel am I talking to someone say I hear you I feel like praying for somebody Praying for something. Mm -hmm. da -da -da. Where's that lady who was sitting here? That's you. Lift your hands. Yeshua, I can feel a fist inside you. Come, lift your hands. Lion of Judah. Taking a deep breath. Is it? Is a dust. May the Lord fill you. Carry it to the front. Taking a deep breath. 
Fail. 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 Close your eyes, don't look at anyone. Fail. Fail. Receive it. Fail. That is it. That is it. That is it. That is it. Bring him, bring him to me. Don't look at anyone. Please, can you? I want you to have an encounter. There's something in this atmosphere that you can sit in and say, Was it not good? Receive it! Revelation of Christ to a fisherman. Let's read the result. Jesus answered to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona. His original name. Come to me. Come. Lift your hands. Breathe it in. Breathe it in the presence of God. Take. Can I have my water, please? Take it. Take it. Choir, I pray for you that we won't perform, we will minister. Big difference. We won't perform. With the Holy Ghost. Help him. Help him. Don't stop him, but help him. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. There's something going on. Now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Yes, yes, yes. 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 The rest of you come to me. Bring it. 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 Bring it.
his identity your name is Simon by Jonah flesh and blood did not reveal this unto you but my father who is in heaven and then in verse 18 he says I also so also in addition I also say to you you are Peter former identity revelation of Christ change of identity former identity you are true change sustained change I'm not talking fake change the kind of change that when your when your schoolmates see you they can't understand because they can tell Something has changed. 